Thanks for listening to this week's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. After an almost 24-year career in the Air Force, Mark DeWitts decided to retire and pursue a career in the civilian world. Like most veterans, Mark has really enjoyed his time in the military, and he was worried he wouldn't find a career as rewarding as the one he experienced in the Air Force. Recently, Mark connected with an Orion recruiter and attended a hiring conference in Atlanta. In today's show, Mark joins me to discuss his military career, experience working with Orion and attending a hiring conference, as well as his new career with Alcon. Mark has a lot of insight to share and is a great example of success. If you're getting ready to transition out of the military, you don't want to miss this episode. If you have any questions about this interview, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. In addition to veteran success stories, we love to cover topics submitted by our listeners. If you have any questions for a future topic, make sure you send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Mark, thanks for joining me today. Uh, Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm really excited to have you because some of my favorite shows are those that we get to look back on some of our successful hires. And um, you were recommended by one of our recruiting managers in the Northeast. So I thought it'd be great to speak with you and kind of hear a little bit about your transition out of the military, your experience working with Orion, and now your upcoming career change. Absolutely. I have no problem speaking about it. Great. So um, before we get into it, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, just your background and, you know, what you're currently doing? Sure. Uh, so basically, I've been in the Air Force for uh, almost 24 years. When I when I officially retire, it'll be 24 years and 20 days, they're telling me. Um, I, I managed to take advantage of, you know, the, the military offering tuition assistance over the time I got my degree uh, in sports and health science. You know, I've Definitely went away from the aircraft maintenance spectrum, which I do currently right now. Uh, right now, I'm a production superintendent, so I manage the the fleet, you know, for maintenance and scheduling of the flying. Uh, but I mean, I've been all over the world with this career. I've worked multiple airframes. Uh, it's been a, a great experience for my life. Um, you know, it, it's brought me all over the world. I got to see, I think, I'm, I'm sitting at like 26 different countries. You know, so I mean, I'll never bat out the military. It's been a great experience for me. I always recommend it for young airmen, you know, or, or young young teenagers in general. You know, if they haven't experienced anything, do the military. You know, and I mean, for me, growing up in small town New Hampshire, you know, I, I grew up in Allentown, New Hampshire. If you look it up, it's really small. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot there. So you know, I, and I college wasn't an option coming out of high school just because, you know, I hadn't set myself up for it. I was. Uh, my wife likes to call me lazy. I just, I would like to say I wasn't motivated, but you know, it, it's fine. You know, I mean, and, and my wife's right. You know, I, I just had to find the motivation to do school. Uh, and what motivated me to do school was, you know, the, when my wife got pregnant with our son and I was like, look, okay, I need to have some kind of a, a degree. And, uh, I did that. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it took me 10 years to get it, but you know, PA only covers so much a year, but I mean, I got it done. Uh, and like I said, it's helped me progress through my military career as well, you know, with rank and stuff, getting promoted, you know, but, um, I mean, like I said, it's time, you know, it was, it's time to, it's time to be done with the military and and move on to my next career. So, you know, you say now that it's time and I, I do always wonder what leads to the decision to transition because, um, you know, is it something that you've kind of thought about for a while. What do you think some of the key factors were in you wanting to get out of the military? So, so for me, okay. So, you know, the rank, the rank structure and stuff like that with the air force, they give you a certain amount of time to make rank. So for me, if I hadn't made my next rank by, you know, 24 years, I have to get, I have no choice. I have to retire. Uh, if I could stay in, I would love to stay in. I, I love what I do. I, I love serving our country. It's It's been a great experience. But it was time. I had, at one time, uh, at year 20, I had, you know, seriously thought about getting out. I was like, all right, I got I can't do this anymore. You know, I'd lost all motivation. And then I got deployed to Afghanistan, and I saw what we were doing in Afghanistan, and that made me stay the extra four. But now that I haven't gotten promoted over those extra four, I have to retire. So the transition's been, it was kind of upsetting at first. I didn't get picked to get promoted. I didn't get selected for promotion. So, I mean, 
it's it's been tough, but now that I've, you know, with my experience with Orion and stuff like that, they've definitely eased a lot of the anxiousness and the nervousness of, of retiring and, and transitioning to the civilian workforce. So, you know, when you talk about getting out of the military and you said you're from a small town in New Hampshire, you're in Charleston, South Carolina now, were there any main drivers in your career search, whether it was, you know, location, type of job that you wanted, um, you know, obviously money is important to everyone, so salary requirements. I know you have a family. So what were some of the things that were the most important to you when you were thinking about your career outside the military? So so when it came to selecting my career outside the military, I, I wanted to work with my hands because, you know, for the past, I want to say past six years, I've really just been driving maintenance. So I didn't really get to use my hands. I used my mind most of the time. So, I mean, I, I felt like I wasn't really contributing. I know I was, but I didn't feel like I was actually doing the work. So, and I've always loved using my hands, working with my hands and, and fixing airplanes. That was my favorite thing to do. I had a joy going to and from work every day when I was fixing airplanes. And I still have a joy now, but I'm just saying it's a different kind of joy. When you, when you actually see what you did with your hands and you see the work and you know that it's done right, you feel great. So I, I was like, I want to do something where I'm going to work with my hands. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll find something that's mechanical, electrical, stuff like that, that deals with the avionics. That I, that I, see, I'm an avionics guy by trade. So I want to deal with something that deals with electronics and actually gets me to use my brain a little bit more to think about things. So, yeah, that was definitely a driving force. And then, uh, I mean, for the location, I mean, my wife and I and my son, uh, whenever we have hurricanes down here in Charleston, they tell us to leave. They tell us to evacuate. So we get a hurricane, as we call it, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and every time we'd evacuate, we'd go to Georgia and we were just like, wow, this place is great. And we felt my wife, my wife and I really felt, uh, accepted in Georgia, you know, um, it, the diversity there is amazing. I mean, we went to places, we went all over the Atlanta area and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, just everybody was nice. Uh, you could drive on the freeways and people would actually let you get into their lane. If you turn your signal on, like they'd slow down and let you in. That was weird for us. Cause in Charleston, it's like, you got to speed to the open spot, you know, and it's scary driving here in Charleston. So, I mean, it, that, that was a big contributing factor to us is being accepted. The diversity was huge. You know, um, I mean, and my son, he's had a blast. Like, uh, so we had a, a one hurricane, the one vacation where we were down there uh, for an evacuation. This is just one example. Uh, we were at this uh, shopping center area. They got like a park and everything in the middle. And my son was just hanging out. Well, there were these kids playing football and kicking a soccer ball around. And they came up to my son and said, hey, you want to come play with us? And my wife and I were just, our jaws just dropped to the ground. I mean, these kids just out of the blue didn't know my son, asked him if he'd come play with them, you know? So we were like, wow, is this how it's always going to be? And that was the first time. And then every time we've been down there, it's the same way. We've always been asked to, to join in or do things with people that we don't even know. But by the end of the time, we, we feel like we're part of their family all of a sudden. You, you almost know, feel like was, you've got a sense of community before you even go there and, you know, kind of build your own community. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, that, that, that was a big thing for my wife and I. You know, when we were in California, I was stationed in California for 14 years. So, and that's how it kind of was up in Northern California where we were living up in Vacaville. And, and I mean, that, that's what we were looking for, you know, I mean by all means, we would have loved to move back to California, but with the real estate market and all that stuff out that way, I can't afford a house big enough to house the three of us, you know, uh, on the, on the job offers that I was looking you know, on the jobs I was looking at in California. So that's, that's the other reason why I chose Georgia is the, the, the real estate market is very affordable and the jobs are definitely well paying enough that, you know, I don't have to put my wife back to work. You know, my wife doesn't, my, my wife's been uh, a stay-at-home mom ever since my son was born. And I mean, thankfully, thankfully you know, uh, she's very good with money. And with the job at Alcon, I'm going to get paid more than enough to be able to keep her at home so she can still do the things she likes to do. She likes to go to the gym and work out. She likes to do hobbies. Like uh, she does all kinds of like survival bracelets and stuff with the paracord. And I mean, my wife is a master of all trades. I mean, she's a YouTube, she's a YouTube expert. So, I mean, I come home and she's like, look what I did, you know, and I, and I love it because I know that she enjoys that, you know, she enjoys learning something new, you know, and she's not stuck in a job where she has to constantly go in, you know, and I want her to have that kind of freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, with Georgia, 
the the price range of the houses, the the job market there is, I mean, and and the area we're moving to is growing tremendously too, you know. But with expansion, they actually uh, adjust to expansion. You know what I mean? They're they're able to grow and and you don't have problems with traffic and such, you know. So I mean, it's it's very noticeable that they take pride in expansion and in, in their towns and you know they want people to come here. You know, so, um, Mark, how far out from you are you from moving to Georgia? Uh, I actually should be closing on the house that we just bought down there in Loganville on the 31st of July. So I should awesome. be I should be there by the 3rd of August. So because we got to we got to get our house at least under contract currently here in South Carolina. And then we'll be comfortable with, you know, just drive. It's only a four and a half hour drive. So, I mean, on the day we have to close, I'll just come up early in the morning. We'll sign all the contracts and I'll just drive right back, you know, and get that done. But got to get our house under contract first. <laughs> That's not too bad. You won't be escaping the heat anytime soon, though. No, you know, and I mean, like I said, it's 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 a different kind of heat between Charleston and, and the area we're moving to. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can tell it's, it's night and day. I mean, the humidity there in, in Loganville was not as bad as it is here in Charleston. You know, they're telling it's going to be 100. They're telling a heat index of 105 today. It's, but you just you feel like you just stepped out of the shower when you step outside out here in Charleston. Oh gosh, it's terrible. So terrible. Yeah, I'm sure. So Mark, how did you initially connect with Orion? It, it, funny story. Uh, LinkedIn. Um, I got a I got an email from uh, Miss McCrimmon, uh, from Samantha McCrimmon, saying, "Hey, you know, I see that you're going to be getting out soon. You know, uh, how would you like to discuss? You know, what we have to offer." And at the time, you know, I had been dealing with Lucas Group, um, Recruit Military, and uh, Aerotech. They were all recruiting firms for, you know, for military and such. And uh, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, I was like, okay, I haven't heard anything from Recruit Military. Lucas Group, I keep getting the same email over and over again, and I had already signed up with them. And then Aerotech, it was hit and miss. They would send me a message, be like, hey, we got this job. How would you like to do this? You know, and it was like in Minnesota. I'm like, that's not where I want to go. I told you where I want to go. <laughs> and, and I was just like, I can't. All right. So I, I basically cut off Aerotech. Uh, Lucas Group, I've pretty much been deleting their messages because they keep sending me the same thing over and over again. And then Recruit Military, they would send me one. They're like, hey, we got this job in Savannah. I go, that's not where I want to live. They're like, okay, well, we'll keep looking. And But I don't get the correspondence like I did with Orion. Like I'm get I get like a text message or a phone call at least once a week, maybe twice a week. I get an email every week, you know, going, Hey, how are things going? Is there anything you need us to do? You know, and I mean that that there just shows they care about their, their clients. You know, I felt like I was being taken care of, like I was like I worked for them, but they were really working for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. And that's really good to hear because, you know, I know that there are so many other recruiting firms out there and you know, at the end of the day, obviously, we want people to work with Orion. Like, you know, that's our business. That's what we want to do. We want to help veterans find their jobs, but we know that there are a variety of other options out there. And so we would never tell someone, you know, hey, don't pursue any of these other avenues. However, um, you know, we obviously think that the services that we're providing um, are unique and that they are better than our competitors. So it's nice to hear it from somebody like you who's experienced it and has worked with others as well. I mean, I, absolutely. I mean, uh, let's put it this way. I'm 42 years old, okay? I feel like I'm I'm way behind in the game, okay? I have not been in the job market. I mean, I've been doing the Air Force 24 years, and I was scared to death. I'm like, how the heck am I going to be able to compete with these 20-something-year-old kids coming out of college, you know, rolling in? They got all this youth. They have no experience. I've got all this experience but no youth. Uh, how are they going to, you know, make that decision? I mean, a lot of the times it would be like they'll pick youth, they can gain the experience. And, you know, within like three or four years, they've got 30 more years with this person. Whereas, you know, you may get about 25 more years out of me, but I've got all that experience. And that was like worrying me, you know? And I was like, all right. So when Orion talked to me, they go, don't worry about that. You have the experience. You're going to have people knocking at your door, wanting you to come work for them, you know? And then when I went to that hiring event in Atlanta, it was true. Like I, I sat down and I interviewed with these companies and I was like, wow, you, you guys actually do want to hire me. You know, you guys actually want to ask me these questions and you're writing all this stuff down. I mean, when they're writing stuff down, see in the air force, when people are writing stuff down, you start to get worried 
because you're like, oh, <laughs> did I do something wrong? You know, so so that first interview that I did, it was it was rough because I was nervous. Uh, you know, I did I think I did six interviews at the hiring event, right? So my day was full. So mm -hmm. the first interview mm -hmm. I did, I sat down, I was interviewing with the guy. Finally, I got comfortable. And then the guy was like, hey, man, don't worry about it. I was 25 years Army. I retired. And, you know, I took a couple years off to play golf. I'm going, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, they're not always looking for the youth, you know, and, and you know, looking for someone they can groom. They want somebody that's willing to lead right away. You know, the age helps. You know, and, I, and that, that made me comfortable once I talked to the first guy. And then after that, the interviews just went like clockwork. There was no... Uh, there was no hesitation with the answers. I didn't like, I didn't stutter. I didn't stumble over the words. I felt like I was accepted in there again, you know? Well, it sounds and like you had a really good experience with, um, you know, the hiring conference, because that's one of the things that I'd be curious about if I was a listener, because, you know, you mentioned um, having worked with other recruiting firms. I think sometimes candidates, you know, might doubt the value of attending a hiring conference or maybe not even that, but they don't really understand like, well, what's the difference between a hiring conference and a job fair? And I think you're explaining it right now is that you actually have these pre-scheduled interviews with people who are already interested in interviewing you. You're not just standing in line at a booth to go drop your resume off. It's um, completely different. It's a more um, personalized experience. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, like I said, and then, like I said, the day before you do your interviews, Orion sets you up to do the small groups and you talk about interview skills and, and they get you comfortable. You know, these are the questions they're going to ask you. And then, hey, these are some questions you should ask. If you ask these questions, you know, you're going to impress them. You know, and I was just like, wow. You know, I mean, this this is stuff, you know, this is all stuff that they don't teach you at TAPS, you know, at our transition assistance program. They don't teach you that stuff, how to close the interview. They teach you, you know, some things you should do for the interview, but they don't really teach you to close. And that's what I learned with Orion was they actually taught you the, the closure skills. You know, these are three big questions you should ask when you're getting ready to close. And always, and they tell you, research the company you're going to be interviewing with so you know kind of what their, their, their uh, core values are and, and what they do, you know. And when you go through the transition assistance program, they're like, hey, you know, you're going to get jobs. You just need to, you know, here's your, here's your government job site. Here's, here's all these different websites to use, you know? And it's like, that's cool. But what am I going to do after I say, get an interview? You know, what do I do then? And they're like, well, you'll figure it out. You know, you just got to try a couple interviews. Eventually you find your knack. And I'm like, well, that, that's, that doesn't help me. You know, I want, cause I mean, like I said, I'm coming up at the end of my term here. I need to have something when I'm done. I can't, I don't have time to wait, you know? So if I don't know the exact way to close or what I'm going to ask, what's good, what good is it going to do me, you know? So like and I said, with so Orion, many moving parts when it comes to the interview process, you know, you're worried about what you're going to wear, who you're going to talk to, all these different things that you might not be thinking about, um, all of the things that you get prepped on with those small groups at conferences, like even what you're saying, how to close an interview. I think a lot of people are so nervous about even just getting past the first question and tell me about yourself. You know, you're rehearsing that. You're figuring out what you're going to say that I think sometimes you think once I get past that, we'll just talk through my resume and I'm out of the woods. But that's really not all there is to the interview. The closing of it is so important. You're right. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, and, and that's the other thing. Orion helped me with my resume, too. My, my resume, when I sent it up to Orion, was three pages long. I know that's no bueno. That is not good to have a three-page resume because you're going to bore the, the interviewer to death. So, you know, the, their interview writers or their interview, uh, I don't know, or interview, their uh, resume editors, you know, mm -hmm. they they set me up. You know, that she sent back the, the resume to me and I read it and I go, wow, I wish I could have did this the first time, you know, <laughs> where it was all cleaned up and everything was bullet format. You know, all my skill sets were, you know, uh, you know highlighted. You know, and I was just like, wow. And that first paragraph was exactly what I needed to say to the interviewer whenever I would come into the interview. You know, it just said, you know, exactly what I should say. It was kind of like a highlight of all my, you know, my skills and, and my career. And I was like, wow, I wish I would have known this, you know, you know, coming into this, you know, that because I mean, yeah, at, at TAPS, again, at the Transition Assistance Program, they do teach you how to write a resume. But 
they they just kind of say, okay, first paragraph this, you got to do bullet points, and then just do a synopsis of your career. I'm like, oh, okay, well, well, how's this sound? You know, and, and then you have to set up an appointment. They're like, well, we have we have resume writers that can help you fix it later. You just got to set up an appointment with them. And I'm like, all right, okay, I I, I got to work too. I, I can't. I can't just take time out of my day. You know, I got airplanes. I have to get up in the air. I have to, you know, I have to be at work. I can't just break away, you know, and they're like, well, you know, you're just going to have to figure it out. Then I'm like, Oh, come on. And then, like I said, uh, Mike block, he sent me an email and he goes, Hey man, send me your resume real quick. And we want to take a look at it. There's a hiring event coming up, you know, just want to, you know, send us your resume and then we'll send something back to you. See what you think. And like I said, that's, that was, it was within a one day turnaround. I had all that stuff back to me and I was like, oh, you guys saved my life, you know? <laughs> well, and I work here, so not to vlog Orion too much, but it is almost like, so you're thinking about the service that you're being offered that is such a big help to you. It sounds like from what you're saying and, you know, to think about, you know, why not do it then? It's a free service for any veteran. So it's like, you may as well just take advantage of it and, you know, seek out that advice and the help, even if it is just to help get your resume updated and, you know, make it something that you can send over to somebody in the civilian world and they're going to actually understand and actually have time to read through it versus a three-page resume. And it'll actually get you considered for the position. Absolutely. And I mean, I've been telling my airmen, you know, my airmen that work for me, that are thinking about getting out in the next few months, I go, look, just remember this name, Orion Talent. Register with them, sign up with them. You won't, you won't regret what I said. You know, because like I said, the experience with Orion from cradle to grave has been fantastic. You know, uh, and I mean, I've got some guys that are retiring next year. I said, look, remember, remember Orion Talent. You guys, we are electrical, mechanical technicians. They are primarily looking for a lot of electrical mechanical technicians, production supervisors, this company will find you the work you need and they will set you up for it, you know? And they're like, okay, whatever. But then, you know, the next day they're like, dude, I I checked them out. They're legit. I go, come on now. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, that's, that's not what I do. You know, (laughs) if I believe in something, you know, I, I, I believe in it a hundred percent, you know, I take faith in it, you know? And, uh, I am, like I said, when I was driving back from the hiring event, uh, Samantha and Mike were both sending me text messages while I'm driving. Of course, I can't answer. I'm driving. So I'm driving to look at houses because my wife told me to, you know, hey, go look at a couple of houses before you come back. So because I went by myself. So I'm, I'm driving back and I'm getting all these text messages. Hey, Alcon's really interested. Hey, this company's really interested. And I'm going, oh, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> you know, and then, you know, like I said, I looked at the, I basically calculated the commuting distances for the jobs that were saying they're interested. And Alcon was the winner because it was definitely not an hour and a half commute to and from home. So I was like, I'll take a 45 minute commute because I already do that already with, uh, with the job I do now from where I live. So, I mean, I don't mind driving 45 minutes, but, but yeah, hour and a half, I was like, nope, not doing that. So, (laughs) but Alcon, but reading Alcon's benefits package and, uh, you know, the, the schedule they work, and everything they offer, I was just like, okay, out comes the winner, you know? So, but it was cool seeing the text messages coming in, you know, like my car will read them off to me. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I got, I got job offers. Oh, you know, I was freaking out, you know? Yeah. It's so like, like best case scenario. Yeah. So like, I want, I felt like I'm calling my wife. I'm like, honey, I got a job. What? Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> offered a job. She's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to take it. She's like, okay wait where is it you know and so i tell her about it and she's like she looks it up she goes good job take that job good idea i was like oh okay cool so so i mean like i said it's been a fun experience it's definitely taken a lot of the stress off you know the job searching and and just doing having to you know do all the work yourself you know because i'll tell you what if i do this myself i'd probably be completely bald probably hunched over i mean i don't know you know so I'm like, oh, no. So, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I would do, you know. Um, so, I mean, Orion has definitely made my life a lot easier. Um, Alcon is happy, obviously, with who they hired because they accepted me as a, as an employee, you know. So I was just like, this is, you know, <laughs> this is great. You know, I signed the final 
the final Alcon contract uh, last week, you know, to say, hey, thanks, you signed me up. Uh, I got all my employee information, uh, and then I'll get my orientation email on the 5th of August. So I go in for orientation. So... Well, I do want to I do want to talk a little bit more about your career with Alcom, but you know, you've said how you have you know talked about Orion and given some advice to people that you currently work with that are going to be transitioning over the next year or so. And so, really, kind of going back to that, just for anyone who's listening, is there any advice that you have? Um, just I guess in hindsight, or anything that you learned, I should say, as you worked through the transition process that was different than your expectations before you started, and anything that you kind of wish that you had known. Well, you know, I, so like I said, I've been doing this 24 years. So day in and day out, I put a uniform on, I take it off every day. So I mean, I had no idea what to expect with the transition, right? So. With with Orion, they, you know, from day one, you know, they're like, hey, look, we understand. This is what you did. We're an office full of veterans, you know. We have a bunch of veterans that work here. So they understand what you're going through. So we're going to make it easier for you. You know, the resume, we're going to take care of that. You know, we're going to – we have hiring events. We have companies that are looking to interview you, and we're going to set you up for that. You know, it's not like you have to cold call people and be like, hey, do you have any positions? Or you're on the Internet going on all the different job sites. I mean, I went through Classdoor, Indeed, LinkedIn, uh, Career Builder, all of them. And my resume has gone out to all of them and not a single bite, right? As soon as I got with Orion, their resume is a little different now. I'm actually getting phone calls. They're like, hey, would you consider coming to do this? And I was like, no, nope, I've already accepted the position. Thank you for your time, though. But I mean, like I said, Orion taught me all this. So if I had known now what I, you know, then things would be a little bit different, but I, I mean, it's definitely, uh, I think I'm off track now. Uh, oh no, you're good. Like I said, Orion's been a godsend for me uh, because my wife knows me that if I, if I don't find success right away, I usually give up. And Orion has definitely helped me not give up. You know, they've given me the, the, the excitement and, and uh, you know, the, just the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, the satisfaction of looking for a job, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not getting rejected. I didn't get rejected, you know? Uh, I mean, recruit military, yes, they talked a good game at, at the hiring, at the job fair. They, you know, they had, I went to a job fair, you know, and they were there, and I talked to their recruiter, their head recruiter guy, and I didn't hear back from him for six weeks. You know, when I initially gave him his information, my information to him. So I was like, really? You know, and with, with Orion, as soon as they reached out to me, I reached, I reached right back. And then it was like back and forth, you know, every day. So, I mean, so when you're picking the company that you want to, to help you out, find a job, um, you want a company that's going to communicate with you and, and be open and honest with you and, and be willing to adjust to your schedule and such. And I mean, that's what I've noticed with Orion is, is they're very flexible, you know? Um, so, I mean, and that's, that's the thing you want. You want flexibility. You want somebody that you can send a message to and you're going to get something back within 24 hours at least. You know, I've sent messages to recruit military and like, like I said, two weeks later, I'm going to get something, you know, and I'm not bad mouthing them. Recruit military is a very good company. They do find jobs for people, you know, and I, I read a lot of good things, but I mean, they're also a subsidiary of Bradley Morris. So, I mean, they don't, so it's like I said, I know that they're also, you know, headhunting for civilian world too at the same time. So uh, civilians for civilian jobs. So, I mean, I'm like, okay, but with Orion, they're centrally focused to, you know, help take care of our, you know, veterans and retired military. And I love mm -hmm. that, you know, well, and you want to work with somebody who, you know, obviously the job search, it's such a priority in your life. It's, you know, most of the time for transitioning veterans, it's one of the most important things, to, maybe the most important thing that's going on in your life. So you want to make sure that the recruiting firm that you're working with and that the specific recruiter that you're working with, you want to make sure that it seems like a priority to them too and not like you're just, you know, another person that they're working with. And it sounds like that's really the experience you got working with the recruiting team was that, um, you know, even as simple as getting text messages after the interview to just let you know, hey, it went really well, they're interested. That's sometimes the hardest part after an interview. You sit there and you think, well, I think it went well, but I don't really know what they think. So having that 
reassurance so soon, um, I'm sure really helped with giving you peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, so, so like I said, this is one thing that happened at the hiring event. I'm sitting there and I'm interviewing with one of the companies. I forget the name of the company, but the guy left in the middle of the interview, right? He got up and he left in the middle of the interview. So I was like, what did, what did I do? I thought maybe he was going to the bathroom or something like that. No, he went straight downstairs and he told them, Hey, I want this guy. You know, and I, was like, I didn't know that, you know, cause I was like, okay. And then he came back. He goes, Hey, I'm sorry about that. I just had to go take care of something real quick. And then we finished the interview. And then, uh, then I went on to my other couple interviews. And then, like I said, uh, that, that afternoon I got the text, the first text message was for that company. I think it was, it was some metal company. Right. And I was just like, uh, and then I, like I said, I was weighing all the options and I was like, Oh, cool. But at the same time, like hour and a half, almost two hours, I can't do that. You know, especially when I work a 10 hour day already and two, I don't want to drive that long. So, and then, like I said, Alcon, it was just, it was just awesome. I, I, Alcon was my last interview of the day. Right. So I was just like, okay. And I did my interview and the guy, you know, I didn't expect it to go the way it did, but I think I blew his mind with how much knowledge I had of, of what he was trying to ask me, you know, and I don't work on the systems that Alcon has. I work on airplanes, you know? but he was pulling out diagrams and schematics and all that stuff. And again, Orion told me, Hey, make sure you know your schematics and your diagrams before you go interview with them. Well, I'd already brushed up on it, you know, you know, the night before. So, I mean, so I'm sitting there, I'm walking in there and he's like, he turns the computer around and goes, you know what this is? And I'm labeling off all this stuff. And, like, and he's like, okay. He turns the computer around and he turns another one around. He goes, can you name this stuff? Yep. And he, he, he's just like, Oh my goodness. So like, I think I blew his mind with how much stuff I knew. And I think that's what really helped me, you know, but again, like I said, I, I, I go back to Orion set me up for this. You know, they, they help you from step one all the way to the finish, you know, and then they're following up with you after you've been offered a job and after you've accepted the job, you know, so they, they know how to open and close everything. You know, the, there's no loose ends. One thing that I always think is a little bit interesting when I'm talking to people on podcasts like this about, you know, positions that they've accepted, um, I'm always curious to know, like, for instance, did you know who, did you know the company, did you know Alcon, who they were before you even interviewed with them? Um, perhaps you did. My question, the reason I ask that is because so many times you tra when you're transitioning out of the military or even whenever you're looking for a job, you immediately think of the kind of the big names and you, you know, the things that you recognize, the different brands and companies that you recognize. And um, those are the ones that you seek out. But a lot of times it's companies that you've never even heard of. And, you know, those are the ones that really, when you meet with them and you interview, they end up resonating with you and it ends up being, you know, your dream job, but you didn't even know they existed prior to the interview. Right. Right. No, that, that and like I said, that was weird. Cause I mean, like I said, I got, they give you at the hiring event, they give you a folder with all the companies that are going to be briefing there. Right. So you're reading through them. You're going, I didn't even know they did this. You know, for me, mm -hmm. Alcon, mm -hmm. I, I wear contacts from time to time. Well, the solution I use in my contacts is made by Alcon. So I was like, I remembered that name. You know, I'm like, Oh, I use that contact lens solution, but I'm like, well, okay, well, what do they do? And you read their packet. And then like some of the other ones, like uh, one of the metal companies, the ones who make rain gutters. And I was like, well, shoot, I didn't even know that, you know? And so, I mean, I'm, I'm learning all this different stuff about these other companies. I'm like, I, I just thought, you know, gutters were pre-made and, you know, and I, I didn't know because I mean, again, like I said, military 24 years, I know airplanes. I know who makes airplanes because that's what I do with, you know? So anything outside of that, I'm just like, I didn't think that Alcom would be such a huge manufacturer, you know, like the plant would be as big as it is. You know, and then, like I said, the, the presentations that these companies throw out there, you're like, wow, that's a huge process to make a window or to make a ring gutter or, you know, or just for uh, like Cintas, for example. You know, I didn't know that their distribution centers were that large and that they were such uh, such a large company as they were. You know, I would see the Cintas truck drop off our, our inlet suits that we wear to do maintenance on the aircraft every day. I go, oh, wow, okay. I thought they were just a laundry service, but I didn't realize what exactly they did. So, I mean, like I said, I was just, you know, I was just like a kid. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? But, but now, like I said, the hiring event is what opens your eyes to everything. I mean, you go to a job fair, you're not going to get that kind of stuff. You're not going to know that kind of stuff because you're just going to see somebody there 
and you have to ask the question. So what do you do? What do you do? You know, whereas a hiring event, they're telling you what they're hiring for and what they do. So that way you're able to go and say, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times at the conferences, um, the employers that are attending, they'll give a company presentation to the candidates. So I don't know if you attended the one for Alcon, but usually if it's something that you're interested in, you can go ahead and um, just sit in. You don't have to sign up or anything, but just stop by their presentation. And, you know, you'll obviously do some research on the company ahead of time anyway, but then um, there's probably things that they'll present in there that you can't find online and you'll learn a little bit more about you know kind of some of the culture and things like that that you wouldn't be able to find online and so that's always helpful too yeah absolutely and the funny thing is is like i said on the the day before the actual interviews and stuff they you know they come through well for alcon it was the orion guys representing uh, alcon because they had been to the plant and they visited and they saw some of the stuff because their hiring manager couldn't get out for that day you know so i was just like uh do i do this do I say yes to Alcon because I, I mean, I'm going off of, you know, you know, what, what the recruiters are saying, but I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. And then, like I said, I sat down with Martin, Mr. Plummer. He was the hiring manager that came and interviewed me and it was a joy. It was a blast. I mean, like, like I said, he was, he was like, man, you're a smart guy. I was like, huh, that's the first, you know, I was like, that's the first person to say that to me. You know I mean? No, nah, I mean, cause, cause like I said, in aircraft maintenance, we eat our own, so to speak, you know, we make fun of each other, but it's the camaraderie, you know, it's, it's the military tradition. You know I mean? We, you gotta, you gotta make, you, you gotta make fun of people to have fun sometimes. You gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. have fun at work, you know, cause I mean, aircraft maintenance beats you down. You know, and I, and I mean, I asked the guy, I asked Mr. Plummer, I said, Hey, how dirty do you get on a daily basis? He goes, I think I got grease on my finger once. I was like, Oh, <laughs> hot dog. I'm not going to get dirty anymore. I love it. You know, I mean, I've been getting dirty for too long, you know? <laughs> so, but I mean, like I said, it, 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 the, but Martin from Alcon was, was awesome, you know? And, and I mean, then we went on site to visit. That was even, that was even cooler. You know, I mean, well, so what Jobber. position was it that you accepted with Alcon? So I, I was accepted as an electrical mechanical level two um, with the intent of moving up to like a supervisor. Um, okay. Because when I was talking to them, when I went out to visit, they go, Mark, we, we don't expect you to be on the floor too long, you know, doing the maintenance. Well, we expect you to be doing the maintenance, but we expect what we hired you for is to mentor and help develop our other mechanics to make them more uh, assertive and take more initiative to to pull their own weight you know because every now and then you got those guys that want to do all the work that love being at their job and you got those other guys that are just kind of like hanging you know just getting a paycheck mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. kind of the hey cool i'm getting paid i'm just going to stay for my you know my shift and then i'm going to go home so basically they hired me to get those guys that are like hey i'm just here to work you know i'll, I'll do a couple jobs here and there you know, I'm trying to get everybody to the same level. And that's what they hired me for is to make sure I can get everybody to distribute the load evenly. You know? That's awesome. And I'm so, sure, you know, you obviously have experience doing similar things in the military, I'm sure. Absolutely. I drive airmen every day to tell them, hey, look, you see this guy over here? He's out there from start to finish, sweating his butt off in this 110 degree heat out here. And you're in here in the air conditioning, just waiting for someone to tell you what to do you should be getting up off your off your butt and go say, hey, I'm here to work. What do you need me to do? You know, I mean, cause that's what gets you noticed. That's what gets you promoted. You know, that's what gets you uh, you forward in the military, you know, is you have to be willing to do the, the dirty job, you know, to, to get noticed. You know, I mean, there's a lot of dirty jobs on airplanes. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you got those people that are afraid to get dirty. And I'm like, why'd you join the Air Force? Why'd you join the military in general? Because you're going to get dirty. You know, you join the wrong curriculum if you want to stay clean, you know. Um, so, I mean, so I'm starting to see the airmen are starting to turn a corner, you know, and it's sad that I have to leave. You know, I don't want to leave. I'm sure I'm going to cry at my retirement ceremony, it's, you know, because I love what I do and I love my airmen. I think I think of them as family. I'm like dad. You know, they, they always talk to me. You know, the, the biggest question for them, they're like, sir, why would you stay in and retire? I go, good question. I don't know why. You know, I... I guess I, I just had job satisfaction every day. I love doing what I do. I love my country. So, I mean, uh, you know, that, that's why I stayed. Plus, I have a family mm-hmm. I have to provide for. You know, I had a family to provide for, and I didn't want to have to be in limbo, you know, trying to find another job. So, I mean, I was like, well, I'll retire, you know. And 
So, I mean, it was a, it was a no brainer, you know? And plus I said, right. Hey, look, school, school's paid for, I got med medical care, you know, I've got medical care for life now. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have to worry about loose ends, you know, all loose ends are covered. And then, like I said, Alcon will be a nice paycheck, you know, to, to get all the stuff we like to do. We like to travel and, you know, take vacations and stuff. And that's what Alcon will pay for. My retirement. Yeah, definitely. The rest, you know, so, so I'm, I'm excited. You know. And it sounds like you, you know, related really well with your interviewer when you talked to the, um, did you say his name's Martin from Alcon when he interviewed you at the conference? Sounds like you guys got along really well. But when you were interviewing, was there anything else that, you know, kind of stood out about Alcon? I know you mentioned that it was a little bit closer in distance, um, you know, to where you wanted to move. But was there anything specifically about that company that stood out from the other companies that you also had offers and interests from? So, so what really, what really interested me with Alcon is he actually brought schematics and he actually had, uh, he actually had questions that dealt with maintenance and doing how to fix something, you know, whereas the other ones were like, so this is what we do. Uh, tell us about yourself. I mean, the interviews with the other ones were, were pretty much just tell them about myself and what I know how to do and then just go from there. But with, with Alcon, Martin was looking for somebody that can think on his feet, think quickly, and be able to diagnose a problem with, with that, without any hesitation. And that's what I think stood out for me. It was like, all right, he's challenging me right away. I need to, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to be challenged, keep my brain fresh. You know, he always keep me thinking, you know. So, I, I mean, and that's what really stood out. And, and then he was like, he's like, look, man, I'm just throwing you stuff that could happen but it doesn't happen, you know? So I was just like, oh, so this doesn't happen on a daily basis? He goes, no, but, you know, every now and then you have that one problem that nobody else can solve, but then you have somebody with a fresh set of eyes walks in and goes, oh, it was this. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know that, you know? And it's like, oh, well, okay. You know, so I mean, oh, I'm the smart guy in the room today. Yay, you know, so I mean, <laughs> so I mean, and like I said, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And like I said, he, Martin was a very uh, monotone guy. Uh, he, it seemed like he was nervous to talk to me, you know, because I mean, here I'm talking now. This is how I am all the time. I'm always like very excited, always, always willing mm -hmm. to talk, you know, and it drives my chief crazy because he's like, Mark, you can get anybody to talk. I go, that's, that's my job. So, I love talking, you know. I at one time wanted to be like a doctor, you know, when I was in high school. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. And then they were like, Mark, you talk too much. I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I guess that wouldn't be good if I was a doctor and talking too much and life depends on it. Yeah, probably a good idea. You know, all of your, but, um, all of your patients would be waiting a while. while you're, yeah. 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 I would, I would have to work like 18 hour days just to be able to see all my patients, you know? So, so I was like, uh, yeah, maybe being a doctor, you know, not so good. I mean, I thought about doing the radio for a little while, getting on the radio, but then I looked at what they get paid and I was like, eh, I don't get paid enough to start, you know, I'd have to be like a across the nation type deal. I couldn't do that. So, I mean, uh, like I said, I even tried out to be on the Air Force broadcast team and uh, they were like, you are too monotone. I was like, huh? Okay, whatever. Okay. So, so here I am, aircraft maintenance, you know, and uh, I love every minute of it. You aircraft know, maintenance, so. but now you get to uh, also appear on podcasts as well. So that's this is cool. Of, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> it just it I, I comes full circle. Right, and I, I actually am looking into doing my own podcast eventually. I just uh, I just don't have my studio set up. I got to wait till I open up my new house till I get in my new house. And because uh, my wife does audiobooks, she reads audiobooks. So mm -hmm. we're gonna have a little. We're gonna set up a sound studio. So I was like, perfect. I can do my podcast too. You know, and I was going to do mine on resiliency and how to how to overcome, you know, stress and all that stuff. Well, so. you know what? When you get that idea a little bit further along, we'd love to have you back on to talk about it. Absolutely. I'd have no problem doing that, you know, so. Well, one of the things, actually, I wanted to circle back to that we talked about previously. So, obviously, you had a good experience during the interview process with Alcon, but I wanted you to share a little bit about what you told me um, about during the interview process, how Alcon encouraged you to bring your family as well, because I think that's really cool, and I've never heard of that before. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, um, part of the process to getting hired with Alcon, they want you to come out to the plant to uh, 
to see the plant and what you know how how the daily operations are. So I was like, well, hey, look, Martin, I, I have my family with me, and the day we were doing it, we were checking out of our hotel, and I go, hey, look, Martin, is it okay if I bring my family along? He goes, sure, I, I don't see why not. Why don't you just go ahead and bring them on in, and you know, we'll we'll take them along. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I don't see why not. I I don't have a problem with it. And you know, he's like, let me just make a quick phone call, and he called his boss. And they're like, yeah, no, fine. Go ahead, bring them in. You know, and I mean, it, as soon as we walked through the door, Martin, as soon as we, so, so Alcon's a secured facility. Weird. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't see why it is. But anyway, uh, secured facility. We walk up to the visitor's desk, and here comes Martin walking down the hall. And he's like, oh, hey, Mark, how you doing? And, and of course, I introduce my wife and my son. And uh, he shakes my son's hand. He's like, hey, welcome. You know, I'm glad you're moving to Georgia. Your your dad's going to be great here and blah, blah, blah. And then my wife's like, hi, you know, and she shook his hand. And he goes, your your husband's going to be good here. You, you're going to love it here. So, and like he's telling her that she's working there, you know. And I was just like, wow, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, they get their security badges, right? And we, we all get our security badges and we start taking the tour. So we go back. And uh, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be working for Martin directly. I'm be working for uh, Jermaine Johnson. He's in charge of the whole pump house and everything. And uh, so we get we get back there. I go talk to Jermaine, and Jermaine comes out. And I introduce my wife and son. He gives my son a high five, shakes my wife's hand, and I'm like, this is pretty neat. So they take us on the tour of the place, and and of course, I ask a couple questions, but my wife is just just loading up questions on him, and and it's not really about the work it's about like the area and stuff so i mean i was like honey i'm here to i'm here to i'm here to close on the job what are you doing she's like hey i'm doing research you're doing your research you ask your questions about work and i'll ask questions about the area and uh but i mean it was really cool because they took us through the plant showed us everything explained stuff to my son how it worked and explained explain stuff to my wife how it worked and i mean we were just and then my wife's asking questions about how some of the things work because she's she's a big tech person. She likes science, and uh, I mean my son's you know my son's super smart too. So we're we're basically a family of nerds as you would call us. Um, so I mean we like to see like you know how science works and how all this stuff works. So I mean he, they were explaining it to us, showing us how the computers uh, troubleshoot the different systems, and it was just a family atmosphere. You know it felt like. They weren't only accepting me; they were accepting my family as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that so, makes I mean, your wife feel more comfortable. I'm sure that was really nice for your son to see, and so you know, really getting buy-in from the whole family. Like I said, I've never heard of that, but it it makes sense. It seems like a really good idea for employers to do. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, we had to turn in our security badges, and he goes. He tells my son, he goes, you can keep that. That'll be your first employee badge. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's cool, man. That's cool. You know, my son's 12 and he was like, this is pretty neat, dad. I go, that is pretty cool, huh? He's like, yeah, I like where you're going to be working, dad. So I was like, Aww. all right, you know, and my, and my wife likes the, likes the place too. She goes, you're going to get lost right away. I'm like, thanks. But I mean, <laughs> she's right. She's right. Cause she asked that question to, to Mr. Johnson. She goes, so uh, how often do people get lost? He goes, daily. I go, oh, great. He goes, but it takes about three weeks, and then you're comfortable where everything is. I go, oh, man, I'm going to have scribbles all over my hands going, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, you'll get the hang of it. Well, Mark, you've shared a lot of really great advice, and so I want to close this by just asking if there's anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to share with our listeners, whether it's transition advice or, you know, anything else that you would want to share? Okay. So as far as transition advice goes, like I said, I've been doing this for 24 years, doing the Air Force for 24 years. So I I have no idea what to expect in the civilian world, right? Um, I, I didn't know how a job search goes. I didn't know how an interview goes. I, I didn't know how all this worked, right? So what I recommend is if you do have to find a job or if you're getting to the point where, hey, I'm just getting out or retiring or transitioning, talk with a recruiting agency because a lot of these recruiting firms, they have this type of help. Pay attention in TAPS, of course, you know, write your resume originally, you know, do your initial resume, get everything all squared away. And I mean, find the, re- the recruiting company that works for you. For me, Orion worked the best for me. Okay, but I know other companies, it's different. You may not be a technical type background or or electrical type background, you know. You may have like an administrative background or something in medical, you know. 
find the recruiting company that works best for you and especially the ones that are free for the military of course because i mean we don't make a lot of money in the military so i mean free is for me but orion like i said from cradle to grave they're going to take you where you need to be they're going to get you to that point where you're ready to transition into civilian life um but always have a plan uh, have a plan A, B, C, D, and according to my wife, we have a plan F now. Um, <laughs> so I always have a plan, uh, like I said, just save and try to save at least a year's worth of pay. So that way, if you are struggling to find something, you know that you'll be able to live at least for a year without work. Uh, I mean, that, that's that's like one of the biggest things my wife and I did is being stationed in Germany, we are able to put away at least a year's worth of pay. You know, uh, you know, sure, we spent our belts a little bit, but we still enjoyed ourselves in Germany. We traveled, you know, take the time to travel. You know, it's not about what you have. It's about what you do. You know, try not to have all the best possessions in the world. See the world, you know, talk to people, you know, take the time to volunteer. You know, just like I said, just just well round yourself with, with life. You know, don't just focus on what you have. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. And like I said, I'd love to have you back on once you get your podcast up and running so we can catch up on, you know, where things are with Alcon and what you're up to. So I really appreciate you being on today and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. This is a great experience. I'll look forward to doing it again. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Take care now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.